Hey, I want to welcome everybody to the Ohio Slow Burn Podcast and Show. With us today, we have Jumpman Sosa and his manager, Meach the Shredder. Meach the Shredder. And also, don't forget, we got Wally two times, Wally World, as as she likes to correct me all the time. And it's your boy, Grim and Smile. Um, we just going to jump right into it, man, because we got a lot of good questions. So, what is your view on having a team versus having a manager? Clearly, you got your manager here. I mean, so that's your, I mean, you are basically answering. What did you, what's your views on having a manager versus not having a manager? I see you're at manager, that stage, my bad. Oh, no, no. You're at that a, stage. Having so. a manager, it make everything definitely more easier for you because, you know, when I build a team, I want everybody to play their role, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like. I'm, if I'm the artist, let me be the artist. I don't want to be the artist, the manager, the, the booking. You know, I don't want to. So if I, if I could just be the artist and make it easier for me to do my music, you know, everything be clear, keep me a clear mind. So that's how I feel about, you know, having a manager versus doing things independently as an artist and make it easier for you to move. Right. And then, you know, I got I got two toes. So. <laughs> oh, you said you got two? Yeah, so it make it easy. You got two managers. So is it like a head one or they, 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 mean, they just equal? work together? Yeah. Oh, no, we 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 a team. A management team. Yeah. You know okay, okay, that's what's okay. up. Okay. Squad, Shredder Gang Music. Okay. Girl Power Radio. Don't shout forget to rep your brand. Rep your brand. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to my whole team. Half of them just walked in the door right now, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we just looking yeah. forward to going state to state, taking over. One day at a time, Jumpman Social, like the hottest thing out right now. Y'all should check him out on all platforms, for real, man. Like doing what a manager's supposed to do. You know what hey, I mean? Always selling. You know what I mean? That's what's up, man. I love it. So, I, these are a tough. These ain't a tough questions, but I'm, I feel as I don't even want to insult you by asking this question. No. Hobbyist versus being a serious artist. You seem to be a serious artist to me because you got your manager. You got your man. You feel me? Managers. Yes. Yes. I just feel like, like I said, uh, I mean, cause it, you know, like I said, it was harder. So it was like, I had to learn too, you know, I, um, I signed, you know, was, was signed with it, with some people before, you know, I met Meech, you know, so I seen the, the, the you want to talk about that situation? Yeah, no, it was just like some people from Columbus, they came, you know, they was messing with us and, you know, so we, you know, you can't always listen to what people tell you, you feel me? So, you know, oh, we, you know, they close with Big Big Hef, you know, if y'all know who that is from Ohio. So it was like, oh, we got Big Hef, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to move like that, you know. So I just seen, like, all right, they did things as far as got me features, you know. They they did send me to New Orleans and I got to open up for Boosie at the Boosie Bash, you know, stuff like that. But it was just like everything else, booking my own shows, booking my own studio time, doing this, doing, you know. So it was like I was answering my own emails, having to hit artists myself, you know, so... I had to learn, like, you know, how to become a more serious artist, you know, because, you know, you got to learn how to talk to people, you know, you can't, everybody ain't so you no got friend. that bag, man. Yeah. No, that's all I hear when I hear managers and stuff like that, because I have a management and a, I have an entertainment and a management consulting company. Mm-hmm. And people, I have a lot, I get a lot of flag like, what make you want to be a manager? And it's like... It's a it's filling a void. It's like I'm a facilitator at the end of the day. That's right. what a manager's role is. You're supposed to facilitate. Having somebody I, that believes. Yeah. It. If you need to pay me, you want to pay me fifty, a hundred, thousand, ten thousand dollars to meet. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? That's right. what it is for me. It's not about me trying to take over someone's career and take right. their. You know what I'm saying? That it's never about that. It's literally 
my my business is and what my platforms are all about boosting and gaining the more notoriety and attention for independent artists. So that's where, you know what I mean, that's where I feel as if, you know, artists need to really focus on what type of manager they have and if they have the correct type of manager, you know what I mean? And that's where you, you find a lot of uh, artists that, are serious but won't run into serious people that run into hobbyists and that's right, why right. It, you know mm-hmm. you know so that you can be like jump man have a team you know what i'm saying no nah, you really you i ain't gonna lie team. it takes a team people who can who can move and shake while you doing what you doing you it, t- it takes a and team everybody gotta play their part yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no you good you good that's what we talked about on the one episode where it was like one of the one of the artists was basically saying they just want to be able to create they don't like how you said we don't want to have to worry about booking a show or interviews yeah. i just want to be able to create my See, music yeah, most artists do and i was an artist before myself so oh, i kind so of i kind of know yes, in my I head know. how artists want things done because i know how i want it done and then i, I kind of like through through the years you start learning how to treat people because when you treat people people treat you messed up like so i'm just like well i'm gonna make sure that my name is my you know what i'm saying what i hold to me dearly and my word is my bond. So if anything I say I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. If I say I rock with you, I rock with you. That's and if we squad, we squad, and we going in together. So it ain't nothing that we going to do apart. Like, even if we have to smash on somebody, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be doing it like the Bundys. So yeah. are you guys looking for yeah, independent? You looking for an independent deal? You looking for a label deal? Like, what type of deal are you guys looking for? I mean, as a manager, because right now, I know you trying to... you. My, are you? That that's another question. What type of deal are you guys looking for? Because you, you yeah, there's multiple true. deals out there. I would there. say, me personally, I don't think we necessarily looking for a deal. Not like um, if something came to the table, we wouldn't look it over as a team. And you know, so saying? if five million just hit the table right now for him, it got to be the right five million. You know what I'm saying? That's mm, we just. Right I swear, I swear. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. So when you say the right five million. Five million is five million, right? No, five million ain't. Five let me ask. No, 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 no. Because a lot of uh, we just we had this on the last show. Let me let me finish. Million. Five million in a sense were five million for three years. Five million for five years. Are you going to make that five million within those three years? Are you going to make that five million within five years? You have potential to make those three million in three years. I mean that five million in three years or that five million in five years. But are you going to make it? That record label or that deal guarantees you this amount of dollars for that time, plus the incentives, plus right. the network, plus all the plugs and all the exposure. That's why I hear, I really hear this a lot of from independent artists to where they, I ain't taking this deal because they want this and they want that, and but they offering you this amount of money, you know, and I, I think a lot of us, you know, I don't know. I think the thing is is that they offer you that amount of money, but what they gonna make off of you, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta look that at the That is another picture. way to look at it. Too. What they, they investing into you though too. They're gonna That's offer you five million, they must see something in you and you're gonna make them way more than five million. Like I was just listening to somebody talk about uh LeBron's Nike shoe deal. Mm-hmm. He signed a what, uh ninety something million dollar deal when mm-hmm. he came out of uh College. He was in high school. Oh, high school. Yeah. When he came out of high school, he signed. He's still in high school, as a matter of fact. But he turned down a ten million dollar one. But he didn't already made Nike billions of dollars. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Was he gonna do that without Nike though? 
Man, that's he, the question. That's the question. You know what I'm saying? What's he going to do that without Nike? With the type of clout that he had coming out of uh, high school, he possibly could have. If he took the route that I'm just going to make LeBron shoes and I'm just going to, you know what I'm saying, make my own brand in that way without the help, then he could have possibly made more than that if he would have believed in himself. So, fact check. So, he's 18, 18 year old. Um, he rejected one. Um, 110 million, excuse me, from uh, Reebok, Reebok and 70 million from Adidas, and then he signed a seven-year contract for 90 million deal with Nike. Um, the only thing it doesn't say in here is how much was those years for 110 million versus the 70 million. Right. I mean, and it also uh, don't say how much Nike made in those seven years. Neither. Exactly. <laughs> and then I look at it like you either gonna go in as we gonna go in and you gonna be my boss, or we gonna go in and we gonna be partners. You know. That part. It's it's, it's different ways you can get it. Get, for the get, company that's signing you, which is yeah, what period. you mean. Okay. Like, yeah, like if Def Jam called me today, we can either go in and you be my boss, or we could go in and we could be partners. partners. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, Jay Z and and Def, you know, that type of stuff. You know. So, what influence do you think that your music has on the community and the culture? What effect do you think that your music has on the community and culture? I mean, it, it's it. I got young people. You know, like it, my my music is really like for the people that's. Older than me, but younger than me too. You know, I look more for the for the youth. Like I try to attract the youth. You know, and let them know like it's more than you know just the streets. You know, like I'm 27, I got five kids. You know, it's more than the streets. Life's real. Yeah, for you. it's like mm-hmm. it's, you, know what I mean? you know you you been when you been through some struggles and some hurt, some pain. You know, you done bounce home to home. You look at life different. You know, definitely everything bro. different. So definitely, I understand that. I'm a child of adoption. And uh, and that leads me to music and mental health. Um, what type of influence does you do you think does? <laughs> what type of influence do you think your music has towards mental health, or you know, music what do you? In yeah, music in general, not just yours. You know what I mean? All these questions aren't specifically no. targeted towards you, by the way. So just, I, th- I think I reach all aspects in my music. You know, I could it could be the most street song, but you hear some of the most positive stuff coming out the song as well, you know, so it's like, my I'm a brand ambassador for a company called Positive Energy, so, you know, mm. he dope. came to me That's because dope. he heard my music, and That's you dope. know, so he like, oh yeah, I want you to be behind us, you know, we side to side though, like, you know, so it's Sweet. like, that's what it's about. My man. music do. I, I can see, I see where how my music reach people. Or you know when I'm walking past Euclid High School and the kids, oh that's jump man. So you know. And I Cleveland, Ohio, by the way. He's yeah, in Cleveland, so, Ohio, by the way. Yeah. So it's like it just it just I'm show me how my music reach. I, I'm from Ohio. We're from Youngstown. Yeah, we're from Youngstown. Okay. Shout out to Youngstown. Yo, in the house. Three, three. Oh boy. Don't put me quick. <laughs> <laughs> I just went nuts, right? <laughs> But yeah, man, I, I I love one of my hashtags is Ohio Link Up, uh, Midwest Link Up. I'm all about unifying the Midwest, mi- unifying Ohio culture and the music. That's what this platform is ultimately about. Man, I just want to thank you for being a part of the show. I appreciate um, you. Tell everybody where they can find your music. Uh, y'all can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, all platforms. Uh, you can follow me on Scotty Way CEO underscore Jumpman Sosa. When you your know. next? When's your next show? When's the next time you popping out? Uh, September twenty third for the Miss Lily birthday oh, bash. Man, wait a minute, I gotta do it. I gotta. Oh, do well, it. Yeah. manager, go ahead, manager. <laughs> September twenty third <laughs> <laughs> at the Captive Eight Potato Bar, <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. In Cleveland, Ohio, we have Miss Lily's birthday 
birthday, birthday bash. <laughs> headlined by Aki. Co-headlined by Ours Truly. Banks. Banks, you know it's going on. <laughs> Brand new. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I want to thank y'all for coming to the Ohio Slurbone podcast. This show. It's a wrap.